Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks today. We're so excited uh, with the opportunity to be on our 86th podcast. And uh, we're still going on with this series. This is the last uh, podcast, a part of the series, When God Doesn't Make Sense. And uh, I'll be honest with you, Stephanie and I have really enjoyed uh, looking things up, looking at Bible verses, talking about different things, and opening up our hearts. And, and you know, when God doesn't make sense in our lives. And I, I told you, when God doesn't make sense, always look for what's going to happen. Look for a miracle. Look for something great to come out of that. And, and I know some of you are probably thinking to yourself, this is crazy. How can you say, look for a miracle out of Charles Wesco being martyred? How can you say, look for a miracle out of your friends dying in your arms? How can you say, look for a miracle when someone you know has got uh, stage four cancer? I'm just telling you that our God is big enough to take this stuff, to take this junk, to, uh, to when God doesn't make sense, he's, he's going to do something spectacular. And uh, we just need to obey him and step out and trust him. Uh, the last couple podcasts last week, uh, we heard from Stephanie explaining how she went out and, and uh, uh, you know, was a uh, powerful, had a powerful new purpose. And, you know, and she was, you know, she, she was faithful. The persecuted were faithful and scattered and things of that nature. So we started out first with zealous persecution. So they were persecuted, but, you know, that, that turned into God's glory there in Acts number eight. And, you know, Stephen had been martyred and, and they were persecuted and they were looking for, but they spread out and the powerful purpose and the second point or the second podcast went out and reaching people all over the place. And, and then we talked about the faithful persecuted who, who they got serious about sharing the gospel and said, hey, we're being persecuted. We're not going to do this. We're, we're going to let God use us during that time. And, and that was so comforting to go through that. And, and, and Stephanie talked about how she did it, how she talked to women, how she dealt with these, dealt with these ladies, how things made a difference. And I, I was so excited about that. And then, and then we talked about false prophets and Oh, what a lesson we had on false prophets and, uh, and, and that one guy getting right with God, Stephanie, and uh, his life completely changing, wanting to give money. And I didn't realize that, that God's free. And, uh, you know, we're at this point. So good morning, Stephanie. And how are you today? Good morning, Doug. You know, I'm smiling and the sky is blue. And so I'm going to call it a good day. And we're continuing on with new answers to that, folks. And. Uh, and today we're going to talk about the, the sincere seekers. There's two seekers here, and uh, we're going to talk about them from the Bible here in just a minute. I want to comment on something. So I've talked to two or three people about a podcast that aired uh, a week, last week from, um, you know, we're about two weeks ahead on, on making podcasts. And the podcast we talked about, uh, we talked about your self-value, your self-esteem, and and on one particular podcast, you'll remember uh, uh, Stephanie brought up that people had said she didn't look good or, or something like that and the effect it had on her. And I've heard from several people whose heart was broken over that. And this is all I can think about, Stephanie. And I wanted to say this as we started this podcast. 
God gave us those people for a purpose to, to say, listen, if you're listening to this podcast, we're about building people up. We're about making people feel good, finding the good points. And, and I just want to say on record, as I've said to Stephanie a hundred times, and my wife, Debbie, Debbie, Daphne, Debbie has said that. <laughs> hey, we're just normal people here. Uh, but anyway, uh, as my wife, Debbie, has said a hundred times, Stephanie is a beautiful, wonderful lady. And I'm sorry that she went through what she went through. So I want to say that because a few ladies wrote and said, oh, she's great. And she is. But you know what? I'm glad you shared that, Stephanie. And I want to say that because I think it showed all of us uh, that it's really important, really important that we build one another up and we're truthful about it and stuff. So thank you for that. And uh, um, I appreciate that, Stephanie. Well, if it helps somebody or whatever, that's, that's praise the Lord. All right. That's where we're going to leave that one at. But And, and another cool thing that happened this week is I, I keep on meeting people who are listening to this podcast, and I'm very encouraged by that. And uh, I'm very, very encouraged meeting you, and thank you. Thank you for sharing it. What we're going to do today is I do want to talk about these two seekers, is Philip and a eunuch. And what we're actually going to do is you'll hear my voice is a little bit goofy. I don't know whether it's... Uh, uh, allergies or something like that, but I, and uh, but anyway, I've uh, I've asked Stephanie to go ahead and a change up and read Acts twenty seven to forty. Then I'm going to comment and send it back to her. But I really want to talk about that we should be seeking people uh, to share the gospel with that that after this martyrdom and after their persecution and after we're spread out and after we've been through the trials and after those of us with hurting hearts and PTSD. We realize what our purpose is. We salute the Bible and we drive on. And, and then we talked about the faithful persecuted and how we're out there sharing the gospel. We can help people. We can make a difference. We talked about the false prophets and looking out for them. And here we are. We got this seeker, Philip, seeking people who he can share the gospel with. And we have this eunuch seeking God. And what a great fit. And uh, Miss Stephanie, if it's all right, if you'd start reading in Acts 826 and you'd go all the way through 40, I'd appreciate that. Awesome. Here we go. Acts 6. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia an eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near, and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him, and heard him read the prophet Isaiah, and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this, He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shearer, so opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation his judgment was taken away, and who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. 
And as they went on their way, they came to a certain water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered, But I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. And Philip was found at Azotus, passing through, he preached in all the cities until he came to Caesarea. Well, that's great, Stephanie. Thank you for reading that. What a powerful passage. And there's so much going on there. And, you know, right away, uh, we should talk about some of the things that are going on. And, 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 you know, here's a great thing, Stephanie, that as you were reading, I was thinking about, you know, when the angel of the Lord there in verse number 26 uh, tells Philip, head south, move out, uh, you know, from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he's going down to the Gaza Strip. He's he's moving south. He's headed more south. And uh, when he gets down there and those things are going on, you know, it was a, it's a, sometimes God gives us strange things to do is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I'm trying to let you know, folks, that as you're listening today, sometimes it makes no sense that an angel would come or that God would speak in our head and say, go here. But Philip just moved out immediately. And we have to have that type of tender heart. After the persecution, after the martyrdom, after those things, you know, I'm amazed. I was reading my Bible yesterday, and I was amazed at how God uses people. Uh, you know, I was looking at the first, you know what the first resurrection was in the Bible? Friends, as you listen to this today, is uh, uh, we, we see God bringing back to life that uh, the widow of Zarephath's son, even a widow, uh, what, what a ministry she had ministering there to Elijah. Her son came back to life. God proved himself strong. And, and you just do what God tells you to do. And the reason I said that is, can you imagine Elijah being told, hey, the, the brook, you know, God used birds to feed Elijah. Uh, he had, uh, yeah, you want to talk about having a delivery service. Uh, his delivery service <laughs> were, these, were these crows and stuff uh, dropping down food out of the, the brook Cherith. And then that dries up and he sends him to the widow of Zarephath. And, and she's waiting to die. Her and her son got a handful of meal and a little bit of oil. And uh, all you need really, a little bit of flour, a little bit of grain, a little bit of water. And you get some oil, you can make some type of nasty looking pancakes. You get some salt there a little better. But anyway... There they are waiting to die. Can you imagine how weird that order seemed, Stephanie, when when God said, go to the widow of Zarephath? Can you imagine that? Well, it seems strange to Philip right here, too. But there was a cause. And, and you know, I think about the eunuch. And the first person that these guys go and lead to the Lord here, uh, when Philip steps out, is an Ethiopian eunuch. And, and friends, just to give you an idea of what a eunuch is, a eunuch is a military god. Uh, guard. And again, that New England thing gets me sometimes. G-U-A-R-D. Real strong. Are you picking on my accent again, Stephanie? I am not. I oh, am okay. not. It just said it did come out very New England. Okay. Yeah. No picking. So we see what's going on here, Stephanie. He goes out there. He's, he's in the chariot. He finds out. Philip starts quoting Isaiah to him. Prophecy. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what? Philip realized right away that this guy is saved. This guy, he's saved. He's man. He he sought him out. He's ready to go. He believes in God. He he's completely so. He baptizes him. Not that baptism is part of salvation, 
but he baptized them. They're doing churches, and he sends this guy out, man. This guy's a member of a church, can go do another church, man. Things are happening there, and I, I was so so grateful to, to see what's going on, and, and we see Isaiah, and and uh, we see all these things going on with Philip. And let me ask you a question, Stephanie. So we get to that point where God says, you know, we've been through the persecution. We've been through the terrible time. We've, we've been through, uh, you know, the martyrdom in your case. We've, uh, we, we've found our purpose as these points we've been following. And what a powerful purpose God has given you and, and how he's using you. And, and then you faithfully, as a formerly persecuted person, boy, God can use somebody who's been through junk. You know, and, you know, friends, let me tell you this. If you're listening today and you've been through junk, man, God can use you. God can lift you up and pat you off and, and send you out and use you and how God has used Stephanie during this. And, and, and then we find this deceiver, this false prophet, and he gets right. And now we see these two seekers. We see Philip doing what the angel told him to do and uh, go out there and minister. And who does he come along? Someone seeking God and understanding from God's word. So, uh, Stephanie, I guess as we continue on, you felt the persecution, you've stepped out, you're ministering to people, and how do you know where to go next? I think there's that principle of draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Yeah. And as you um, commit your way to the Lord, um, in Psalms where it says, commit thy way into the Lord, trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. And um, Philip obviously was in tune with the spirit of God so in tune that this said unto him, go near and join thyself chariot. So not only was he in tune to go to where God wanted him as far as in the way he was being in the way. Um, but then for a specific divine appointment with this eunuch and that has happened. And I daily, it's like, Lord, show me more ways that I need to be in tune with you that I can be listening for your still small voice. Yeah. But there are so many divine appointments that God has for us as his people. And I think especially for those of us who've been through trials and been through extra, maybe um, if you've been through abuse or you've been through those things and you're seeking the Lord and drawing close to him and saying, God, use me. God has special, special ways he can use you because you can reach an extra special group of people that no one else could and so you're you are going to have those specific divine appointments from him the same way philip did and um i love when i read this passage and see that philip obeys he obeys immediately he goes and because of philip's obedience because he listened to the spirit of god with this this ethiopian this ethiopian eunuch becomes the first missionary to africa wow and it just took Philip, it took one man choosing to obey, choosing to stand in the gap, choosing to listen to the Spirit of God, for God to start reaching the African continent with the gospel. And that's extra special to me because we were missionaries in Africa. Um, and I still love Africa very much. Um, I love the people there. So that's just a really special thing to me to realize that as we, we have no idea what that one act of obedience, but that one when the Spirit prompts us 
to witness, when the Spirit prompts us to reach out and love to someone and share the gospel and build a relationship with someone who does not know the Lord and to show them Christ's love, to be his hands and feet representation and to be living Jesus out before others, we have no idea we submit to the Lord and obey him what God's going to do. Yeah. And um, that's what strikes me as very powerful here and the impact not it's not that because of us, not because of any goodness, but the impact God wants to have in hearts and lives. But maybe we handicap God, so to speak, because we aren't listening and we aren't obeying. And so that's the challenge that I get from this passage of when the Lord prompts me, talk to that person, give that person a tract, and the Lord will do it. If you ask him, he will be there prompting you. Yeah. And as you obey the impact you're having it for eternity on hearts and lives is just amazing. Yeah. No, and I, I, you know, I think one of the great things you said there, if we just obey, and and friends, I know that that a lot of you are listening today, and you've been through terrible sorrow, and and don't get me wrong, I mean, we're consoling some of you who are listening, and we're dear friends with you, and we love you, and we care about you. But, you know, there's a price to serve Jesus sometimes. And there's always a price. But I got to tell you, sometimes the price is higher, Stephanie. Sometimes we've got to go through some real junk for God to be able to use us in the ministry. And I, and I want to, I just want to caveat that by, by saying to those of you who listen, listen, uh, God, God didn't call Charles Wesco home so that Stephanie Wesco could be the uh, ministry missionary that she is today. God didn't call the, the fellow uh, Willie Vernon Watson who died in my arms home so that, you know, God knows the before and after times uh, of our habitation. We're taught in the, the book of Acts. But what God does in his marvelous uh, wisdom beyond anything we can do is he uses the junk we've been through our entire lives to help other people. So I just want to say this, you know, sometimes we've got to go through something to be able to serve God in a wonderful way. I mean, do you think I'm hitting that right there, Stephanie? Sometimes what you went through is put you as the eminently qualified person uh, to get a ministry done to a widow or somebody who's uh, been through what you through. Do you agree with that? Yeah, well, I think, and for me, it's, it's a surrender thing of... And I think you said this when you talked to Elizabeth Elliot years ago, that you had said, you know, something along the lines of she told you the same thing of, do we ever understand why? Do we ever understand those whys? Mm. No. Do they ever make sense? Even even when we see good God's bringing out of them, um, do we? does it make sense? No. And it's a surrender. For me, it's a surrender thing of saying, not my will, but thine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And 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 again, it's. Uh, I had the wonderful opportunity of meeting Elizabeth Elliot and actually had supper with her a couple nights and lunch. We were over in the Ukraine together, and honestly, to to my shame, I was newly saved and didn't know her very well. And and uh, she talked to me about lessons in her life and things she had went through. And someone grabbed me after my first supper and said, do you have any idea who you're speaking with over there? You guys are laughing and hugging. And her husband was there, her second, her third husband. Uh, so she lost two husbands. And, uh, and they said, Doug, you're, you're giving them so much joy. And then so I, I, you know, people gave me the story. We didn't have internet back then. But I will never forget 
uh, her saying to me, God had this life perfectly planned out for me. You know, my first husband and what he did and his surrender and what we were able to do with those people. And my second husband was, was older and intelligent and polished. And he helped me to be uh, the person I am. And God gave him to me right at the right time. Oh, how I loved him. And, and now I got this wonderful guy and he's sitting there and saying, yeah, and uh, Laura averages is with me that you'll go before I do. And we all laughed. And, uh, but I was thinking, uh, I, I was thinking as she said all that, she kept going back to this one concept, and that was God used everything, everything so far in my life for me to be able to help people. And so I guess I'm saying this to you folks, and this podcast kind of probably started out a little bit ADHD, uh, and we were kind of all over the place as we talked about being seekers doing and seeking what God wants us to do and then finding those who are seeking God. And, uh, and friends, let me tell you this. We, we're certainly... Uh, just like you, we're sinners. There's, you know, there's no special touch on Stephanie or my life from God uh, to be able to work. He didn't make us smarter, and and I'm not taking anything away from uh, Stephanie's ability to speak and 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 things of that nature. What I'm saying is, any of us can do it. I mean, any of us can trust God and step out yeah. and meet that eunuch. And uh, Stephanie, as I'm closing, what would you say about anybody being able to serve God? Well, God made all of us in his image. There's not a single person out there who is better than another another person. And there is absolutely nothing different from me, from any other person in the whole world. God loves every person equally. He died for every person who has ever lived and ever will live. And if you give your heart and soul to Jesus, if you place your hope in him, if you place your life in his hands, he has an amazing, amazing job for you to do. He has an amazing life for you to live that will bring joy, that will bring true peace, that will Mm -hmm. bring true hope and happiness that you will find in nothing in this world. So surrender to him, give your life to him, because he's worthy of your trust. Amen. Amen. Hey, as we close today, listen, we're really excited about tomorrow's podcast. We've been promising that uh, as we finish up when God doesn't make sense in this particular podcast, uh, we have made a promise a couple times over the last uh, few weeks of podcasts that we we're going to allow Stephanie to to talk about what had happened to her and when God didn't make sense in her life, specifically some of the medical trials, some maybe some verses helped her, people helped her, and, and uh we want to use that to launch some of you out there to say, hey, Stephanie went through this and God used it. And so we're going to take the next podcast and we're going to spend the entire podcast listening to some of the things Stephanie has been through and how God used them in your life. But certainly we love you folks. Thank you for this 86 podcast and when God doesn't make sense. And remember, when God doesn't make sense, stop what you're doing. Look around for there's a miracle or something. God's going to use you in a great way. And And uh, thank you so much for being with us. We certainly love you folks. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.